chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we are in Martinsville this weekend for a trio of night races that uh, actually begins Thursday night, which is tonight, but we're releasing on Friday. Yeah, we got, uh, yeah. Well, you can release it this afternoon if you want. I don't think anyone stop you. That's true. It's not like we have any sponsors to hold us to yet accountable for anything. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't started to go fund me where we're making promises. We're going to put stuff out on certain days. Well, let's get started. You know, let's uh, put a paperclip on this one. Oh, I get it. Now that was weak. Oh, did you see? Uh, I entered us in for a contest to hopefully win uh, beer money from Bush Light because today's National Beer Day. Oh, man. Who knew? So I would that, think it'd be like Martin Memorial Day or Fourth of July. Like, who's just randomly out drinking beer on April 7th? I mean, I like drinking beer almost every day, but yeah. Anywho, uh, news around now. Any Yahoo. What? Any Yahoo. What? You said any who. I said any Yahoo. Because uh, <laughs> of the first note. I get it. Yahoo and Toyota Racing Development announced a multi-year agreement. Yahoo named an official partner of Toyota Racing Development and will get some primary schemes for some Toyota-backed teams like Joe Gibbs Racing, Kyle Busch Motorsports, uh, and others. Yeah, well, and the end others sort of, uh, like, if I'm some of the teams that Toyota works with, I'm like, hey, why is this deal going to these guys and not us? Like, uh 23 xi isn't one of the team and then i know thor sport uh, toyota racing development was behind the grant and finger not getting the full-time ride this last year they basically said hey you need to put christian eckes in this truck half the year so why did thor sports or, or yeah thor sport not get in on this it like i'm one of the toyota people like hey throw some of this money our way yeah but I'm also just wondering, like, is Ask Jeeves going to sponsor Kia Racing Development? Well, we're not a big fans of Toyota Racing Development because their guy doesn't like practice and qualifying. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't like that little joke? About no, I did. I laughed. I just hope I didn't offend anybody that owns a Kia. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody that owns a Kia listens to us. Uh, might. Nothing wrong with a Kia. I like Kia's. The Forte, those are nice cars. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR. Now- racing development, you know. Kia's are made for uh, demolition derbies. <laughs> uh, NASCAR announced their nominees for the Hall of Fame class of 2023 in the Landmark Award. Uh, two modern era candidates and one pioneer candidate will be elected as part of the class. And then you can go online at nascar.com backslash Hall of Fame. Uh, and the fan vote's currently open and will close on April 29th. Yeah, they have a 62-person panel of... I mean, how many people do you need? Well, I was going to say they got 62-person panel of all sorts of racing dignitaries. Six new members added this year. We weren't one of them. (laughs) They added Mike Birch with Speedway Motorsports, Kelly Crandall, uh, NMPA president, Ryan McGee, we know him, ESPN, Bob Pockrass, he sort of ignored us at Texas Motor Speedway. And then uh, Kathy uh, Rice, South Boston Speedway, and Chip Wild at NASCAR. 
So yeah, there's 62. And then you have uh, Chase Elliott and uh, Kyle Larson are also on because they're uh, series champions the last two years. And then the 63rd vote goes to us, the fan. Wow, look at that. We get one 63rd of a vote. I jumped online and voted. We'll run down who the uh, modern era ballot people are. And then you can tell me who you think you'd vote for, and I'll tell you who I voted for. We got my favorite driver, my favorite driver growing up, Neil Bonnet. He won 18 races, including a consecutive Coca-Cola 600. So he can go to distance. Uh, Then we got Tim Brewer. He was a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion crew chief. Jeff Burton, he won 21 times in the Cup Series uh, with a Southern 500 and two Coca-Cola 600 victories. Carl Edwards, he won 28 races and was the 2007 Xfinity Series champion. Harry Gant, winner of 18 NASCAR Cup Series races. Harry Hyde, uh, who you might hear his name in the in the outro, yeah. uh, he was the uh, crew chief of the 1970 Cup Series championship. Matt Kenseth, the 2003 Cup Series champion and winner of 39 Cup races. Larry Phillips, the first five-time NASCAR Weekly Series national champion. Ricky Rudd won 23 times in the Cup Series, including the 1997 Brickyard 400. And I'm going to mess this name up, but uh, Kirk Schmelmerdine. Schmelmerdine. He was the four-time NASCAR Cup Series champion crew chief. My two votes, uh, that's probably some recency bias, but I'd go Kenseth and Carl Edwards. See, and I, I, well, I jumped online and I voted for the fan. None of you other fans need to vote. I put a vote in for us. <laughs> but I, I picked uh, Harry Gant because I was shocked he wasn't in. And I picked Neil Bonnet because he was my favorite growing up. But I definitely think, I think on this round, like I, I will say I've not gone back and studied the history of uh, the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Like I know the pretty much the history of baseball and I know what you need to be a first ballot guy. I sort of feel like Matt Kenseth's the first ballot guy. Yeah. But see, I don't know if uh, Carl Edwards is like, I don't know what the plateau is. It says he's definitely a first uh, ballot guy. I will say I was shocked that Harry Gant wasn't in, but then again, I was shocked. The only one 18 races growing up. He was like one of the names you always heard when you watch NASCAR so I assumed he had like 30 wins. And then I was shocked Ricky Rudd's not in because he had a streak. There was like, I think he, at one point he had the, like he had won a race like 12, 13 consecutive years, which is pretty long. Yeah. Like he'd only win one race a year, but yeah. he just kept keeping the streak alive. So I was shocked those two weren't already in. And I also haven't gone back and looked at the history of like how many people are in. Cause it seems to me, like if you're electing two new guys like every year, because they didn't have a thing to class two years ago and they're just starting us back up. Like there isn't two good guys retiring every year that you're like, oh, he should go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I think some of these guys would already be in. But well, well and then I'd like to look and see how many crew chiefs are in too. Yeah, like, I think it's pretty true. impressive that you got a four time champion crew chief, but he's not in it yet. So, and then we got the pioneer ballot. These are guys that like they started their career in like the 1960s. So we got Sam Ard if, and he didn't start, like, I got to look up the pioneer ballot. He just wasn't a cup guy. He dominated uh, the Xfinity series back in the day. Like if you go back to uh, the Martinsville, 
racing reference, like five yeah. of the six Martinsville races were won by Sam Ard. Um, AJ Foyt, he won uh, seven NASCAR Cup Series races, including the 72 Daytona 500. Banjo Phillips built the uh, cars that won more. Banjo than Matthews. Two. What did I say? Phillips. <laughs> I must know a Banjo Phillips. Uh, he built cars that won more than 250 Cup Series races and three championships. Herschel McGriff, 1986. NASCAR West Series champ and Ralph Moody, two-time NASCAR Cup Series owner, champion as, uh, uh, yeah, so. I'd go with Banjo. I, I I was going with AJ Foyt myself, just name recognition. Let's get people yeah. to the banquet type thing. But, uh, yeah. So, and then uh, the Landmark Award, I feel like this one's going to be fixed. <laughs> I feel like uh, Lisa France Kennedy is going to win it uh, being in the France family. They have her listed as NASCAR executive vice chair, one of the most influential women in sports. You also have uh, Dr. Joseph Mat uh, Mattioli, founder of Pocono Raceway. Mike Houghton named third president of NASCAR in 2000. Uh, career included uh, track op operator roles at Atlanta and Talladega. Alvin Hawkins, NASCAR's first flag man, and he established NASCAR racing at Bowman Gray Stadium with Bill France Sr. And then the person I would pick, because it was a name, once again, I recognized growing up, one of the uh, pioneers of women in racing, uh, Janet Guthrie, first female to compete in the NASCAR Cup Series Super Speedway race, which they still won't let Jennifer Jo Cobb on a Super Speedway. <laughs> so there you have it. Make sure to go vote at nascar.com backslash Hall of Fame. Some other news, Dale Jr. Foundation is auctioning off race use steering wheel to raise money for the food insecurity crisis, it will be auctioned off uh, following the event and the funds will be used to battle food insecurity through Dale Jr.'s Foundation's partner charities. A bid for uh, $420. We'll see if we win. All right, there we go. Uh, speaking of junior motorsports, they're still open to a move uh, up to the Cup Series. Kelly Earnhardt Miller, co-owner of Junior Motorsports, says the window isn't closed for a shift to Cup Racing, but the timing will still need to be right. When is the timing going to be right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they were just waiting to see how um, the next-gen car works as far as like maybe checking with teams like they're in right now they're tied in with Hendrick which is one of the loopholes they're going to need to fix if they do move up but just checking with them to see what kind of money is needed to run a good team um two challenges they have a they're going to need to find a charter and uh, which a lot of the ones are locked up now there's not very, there's like you don't have Spire Motorsport running around with a bunch you don't have Rick Rare wait <laughs> Rick Ware racing, running around with a lot. So they're going to have to find a charter. But the other thing is Rick Hendricks, currently a co-owner with their Xfinity team, and he would have to divest himself as an owner because you can't be part of two cup teams. So then they got to figure out if they need to bring in another sponsor, uh, maybe loose lug nuts or, or I mean, Ooh. another owner, maybe loose lug nuts or, or, or somebody with big, Big pockets, maybe uh, Elon Musk is throwing money around. <laughs> you know, so be interesting to see what they do. Uh, 
the F-150 Lightning, Ford F-150 Lightning will be the pace truck at Martinsville, will be the first electric truck truck to serve as the pace vehicle. Last season, we had the Ford Mustang Mach-E, which is their electric uh, Mustang. That led the field at the April Talladega race. And then back in 2012, we had an all-electric Ford Focus uh, pace the field at Richmond. So, yeah, they've been pushing this electric stuff on us for a while, and uh, yeah. we're really not uh, picking up too much speed. We're getting there. They claim they had orders for 200,000 of the uh, trucks. Yeah. So we'll see. Mine hasn't come in yet, so I'm just driving the all-gas HHR for another year. Uh, Jayski's reporting that Kevin Harvick has no plans to quit racing early. Uh, not that we thought that he did. He raced really well last week. His contract runs through 2023. Uh, he says he likes where he races. Uh, quote, I like Stuart Haas racing. I like the atmosphere. I like the people here. That's really the biggest reason that I like to do it, especially this year, end quote. Yeah, I, th I think last year was a tough year for Stuart Haas across the board. This year, they seem to got they seem to have stuff going for everybody except for Cole Custer still struggling a little bit but uh yeah it's got to be a much easier team to race for this year i would think yeah and then some weird news it wasn't weird and kind of sad but uh Haley deegan's got a stalker issue yeah there's a video watch it it's her and her boyfriend just talking about all the weird stuff that went on this guy apparently uh wrote a eight page <laughs> like eight pages and he apparently uh, he apparently was catfished by uh Haley Deegan impersonator um so many just if you're thinking about writing a letter to someone don't do it definitely don't get to pay page eight yeah <laughs> you know and it's just yeah he apparently threatened to kill her boyfriend and so she backed out of the Freedom 500 last week in Brainton, which her dad won. So maybe her dad talked this guy into writing a letter to get her to back out of the race so she could win. <laughs> but yeah, just don't don't write like, and I don't even maybe we shouldn't have brought it up because I don't think any of our listeners are perverted homicidal psycho geeks. <laughs> but if you're on the edge, put the paper away, or if the guy typed it, you know delete the microsoft word thingy just well here's the crazy thing too if you think Haley diggins dming you it's probably not her yeah well yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that usually people will only like like respond to something if they know you if they may actually met you in person like celebrities aren't god i wish they were you know i wish like, I wish if I emailed uh, Carrie Russell, she would respond and say, yes, let's go out on a date tonight. <laughs> but if you're doing that and someone's responding, it's not them. Yeah. It never is. So scary stuff. <laughs> Hope for the best for them. And uh, hopefully they can get all that uh, cleared out. But we got some races to preview. On a Saturday night, we have the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400. It is Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1 with coverage starting at 7. You can listen on the radio on the Motor Racing Network as well as Sirius XM NASCAR. It'll be 400 laps with Stage 1 being 80 laps, Stage 2 being 100 laps, and then the final stage 
uh, being 220. Uh, fun fact, I don't know if you know this. We probably talked about this last year, but I don't remember it. Martinsville is the longest continuously running track on the NASCAR Cup Series schedule in the or a current and the only currently active track that was a part of the inaugural NASCAR Cup Series season in 1949. And it's going to be that way. Um, they ain't going back to North Wilkesboro. They already <laughs> told us that. Um, yeah, they've had two car, uh, two races there ever since 1950, and this will be the 147th edition. I don't know what kind of gift you get someone for the 147th. Um, Nine active race, uh, race winners in the field, including Denny Hamlin with uh, uh, five. Do you figure out if he's a uh, – is he a hometown guy? Did you – Yeah, he's so – he's right outside Richmond, so they are right. Okay, they were right. Uh, Martin Truex has four. Kozlowski and the Bush bros have two apiece. Bowman, Elliott, Logano, Harvick with one each. Uh, and then some uh, just some notes about uh, the season thus far with seven different drivers in victory lane to start the year. It marks a six different season joining 24 or excuse me, 2021 or last season, 2014, 2003, 2000 and 1991. And then just some stats to back up how well these next gen cars are doing. I think we can all agree that I think the racing is a lot better than what it was last year. Uh, but this season, that they've produced the closest finishes through seven races to start a season since the uh, electronic scoring in 1993. The average margin of victory uh, through the first seven races this season is 0.458 seconds. And then uh, the closest to that was 2001 uh, was 0.486. We all remember that year. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, you missed out. So, yeah, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, and then so far, six of the seven races have had a margin of victory of less than a second. I'm thinking the other one so would have been Coda. One Mississippi. Coda would have been the one? One Mississippi. Cross the line. There you go. I, yeah, I think I'd have to go back and look. Because Coda was when he took him out on the last turn. Yeah. And then he kind of sped away. But all right, let's look at some race matchups for to get your fantasy NASCAR team ready to go. I know you probably won't change your lineup, but we got to get the fans educated. That's the only way I can get you to let you guys win. <laughs> uh, the first race matchup is Chase Elliott versus Denny Hamlin. I I'm going Chase. This is more of a wish than a uh, than a like statistical thing because we have not had bogo like i hate to beat a dead horse but we haven't had bogo in a while you know well i'm gonna go with hamlin because he's got a better track record here at martinsville five wins and he's also coming off a win last year so they'll be riding high so i'm gonna go with denny hamlin yeah the margin of victory at uh coda was 1.331 seconds so you were right i was wrong uh, next matchup, Ross Chastain versus Ryan Blaney. This one is the most intriguing to me because Chastain's been very impressive this season. But since 2019, Blaney has the best average finish among active drivers at Martinsville at 5.83. So I'm going to go with him. Uh, and I'm going with Blaney because he's been the most consistent driver this year and he's due for a win. And I think we're going to stretch it. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, go on to the next one. Uh, Martin Truex versus William Byron. Uh, these two battled at the end uh, last week, uh, but I'm going to go with Truex with his previous victories here, but he's looked strong. 
Yeah, he's. Uh, I have Truex also. I think in the last ten races here, he's got the best average finish, uh, like six point three or something to that extent. So. And then uh, the last one, we got the Battle of the Kyles, Kyle Busch versus Kyle Larson. I'm going uh, Kyle Busch. Kyle Larson really hasn't been that strong here. Um, I know it's Kyle Larson. He wins on everything. But I think Busch is uh, like, I think if their car's all put together, didn't he have car problems last week? Oh, no, he had the uh, stuff they put on the, as long as no one puts anything on his grill. Yeah. Um, he'll be okay. Uh, Kyle Larson says this is one of his weakest tracks on the uh, circuit, but he has an average finish of 11.5 since 2019, and Bush hasn't won in the last four years, so I'm going to go with Larson. Oh, there you go. Uh, who's your long shot? I, unlike you, I'm going with a real long shot. I'm calling number 100, baby. I'm going to Harrison Burton. He's got an Xfinity win here, and I'm going Wood Bros before Wood Hoes. All right. Uh, yeah, if we're going by odds, then both my ones that I like are long shots, but they're big-time names. So are we allowing that? I, I mean, I guess you do you. Yeah. Are they in the top 10 of the odds? No. Okay, well, I, I like, would say... Yeah, like Kurt Busch was like plus 4,000, and then... Yeah, okay, all right, Peck, you go ahead. Uh, Kurt Busch and Brad Keselowski has great gambling odds, but I'm going to take Kurt Busch because he's more of a long shot. There you go. You picked the wrong one, though. Keselowski has the higher average finish. No, I think I had him mixed up. I think Keselowski is plus 4,000, and Busch well, is... Well, there you go. All right, who, do you uh, got who are you going to win? Well, oh. you already ruined it, so you go first. Yeah, this is one of the tracks where you don't usually get a shocker, uh, mainly because... The not so car, uh, strong cars go down a lap early, and then they're spending the whole race chasing to try to catch up. So I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney, who's been the most consistent guy this year. He's got the most laps led. I think he stays on the lead lap, and then that's what basically you need to do. To you got to be one of those last uh, ten cars on the lead lap when the end of the race comes, and I think he'll be one of those guys. Then I'm going uh, I'm to go with Martin Truex Jr. Uh, he ran really well last week, so he's got some momentum. And then he has won three of the last five races here. So I'm going to go with Martin Truex. Before we get into Xfinity, we have some live breaking news. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm about to tell you? No. So the uh, RFK Racing lost their appeal. So they will, their crew chief will be suspended for four races. Uh, they lost all their 100 points. They're not going to go to the final appeal, but they released a statement. Our guy Brandon Lee sending this out. Quote, although we are disappointed in the outcome of the appeal hearing, we are advocates of the process NASCAR set forth and appreciate the opportunity to make our voice, voice heard in the matter. With that in mind, we do not to, uh, intend to pursue this further, and our focus remains on our upcoming races with Martinsville up first this weekend. There you go. I would just say once your appeal falls through, what other recourse is like what are you gonna do <laughs> we strongly double appeal <laughs> so great job by our friend brandon lee for getting that out yeah. while we're recording. we'll have him on as a guest on the show yeah we need to yeah. maybe talk about why he did why his team did that yeah on x uh, for xfinity we have the call 811 before you dig 250 powered by call 811.com the only race this weekend that didn't kill emus to make their product 
And I, A, do we need call 811 twice? And B, if you dug last week, this race is too late for you. <laughs> you know, yeah. your shit's already exploded. You already, or you've been electrocuted or you cut off power to the whole town. Or bust a water pipe or something. Oh, yeah. So you got a poop flood in your front yard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, shit storm. <laughs> if only we would have waited and dug next week. <laughs> Uh, it'll be Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1 with coverage starting at 6.30 p.m. and on the radio on the Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR. 250 laps with Stage 1 and 2 being 60 laps apiece and the final stage being 130. Friday's race will be the 38th Xfinity race at Martinsville and it's produced 23 different winners. Yeah, we got 43 cars entered. Five are going to miss the show. That's very sad. Two notables in the race, uh, Natalie Decker running her first Xfinity race of the season in the number 28. And then we got Parker Retzloff back in the number 38. He was so impressive last week. Really hope they upgrade his pit crew for this week. Oh, and then uh, this week, we the Dash for Cash returns. Uh, this week's participants will be uh, A.J. Allmendinger, Sam Mayer, Ty Gibbs, and Riley Herbst. Each driver is placed in the top 10 at least once. Uh, in Martinsville. Noah Gregson was the most recent winner here la uh, last year, and he's raced here three times, and he's finished first, second, and third. There we go. So looking at the dash for the cash, we have Sam Mayer. He competed last year and posted a fourth-place finish. A.J. Allmendinger, he ran in both Martinsville races in 2021, posting a 13th-place and 7th-place finish. Ty Gibbs finished fourth last season, and then Riley Herbst will be this race will be his fourth in Martinsville. He's posted two top ten finishes in the last three. So who do you think is going to win the dash for the cash? I think Sam Mayer goes two for two, and then I, I think I'm gonna not really give it away. I think Junior Motorsports goes one two three here. Oh. Although I feel kind of dumb, but I was just kind of being an asshole. When I picked, I just said Ty Gibbs because he'll take everybody out. But for my winner, I'm picking Sam Mayer. <laughs> Gosh, I got to change my thingy. I was making fun of you on my pick. <laughs> so go on. No, I'm just saying like, uh, the, yeah, I know. Uh, so, okay. You'd be a moron not to pick Noah Gregson here. There you go. So for that, I'm going with Sam Mayer. Oh, that's your pick. So you're yeah. picking Sam Mayer to win the dash for cash. And because, yeah, you had Ty Gibbs. Yeah. You, you just threw my comedic uh, <laughs> charm off. I'm going uh, Noah Gregson because I'm not a moron. Uh, I almost went with Josh Berry, though. His win here last year is probably what sealed his full-time ride for this year. It was his first career win. Um, and he looked pretty impressive racing here. And then I also put you'd be a moron to pick mayor to win the race but not the dash for cash yeah well, i thought you were i thought you were just hedging your bet no i was just being an idiot which happens all the time big bang boom uh all right so for trucks we have the blue emu maximum pain relief 200 <laughs> i hope the 200 does not stand for how many emus were killed to make one package of this stuff although on the rundown, you put hoping the 200 does stand for how many emus were killed to make one back. No, see, that's wrong. I am pro emu. <laughs> this is a Thursday night rice. It's the equivalent rice. of action. 
for you NASCAR. Some twang on that. You said Thursday night rise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the the NASCAR equivalent of Maxion. I don't know if they'll uh, do this more often, but um, it's fun to have racing on Thursday night. Give me something to watch on Friday morning since I already got a baseball game. But yeah. There'll be an 8 p.m. Eastern uh, start with Fox Sports 1 coverage beginning at 7 p.m. Radio on the Motor Racing Network, Sirius, or you put Sirius XM NASCAR radio. It'll be 200 laps, stages of 50, 50, and 100. Yeah, 39 drivers are entered for 36 spots. They're going to miss a race. Very sad. We got practice at 3 p.m. Well, practice going on now. It it was raining a little bit, just a heads up. And then uh, followed by qualifying, both of those are on uh, FS1 if you go back to the future. Um, Kyle Busch is in the uh, number 51 for Kyle Busch Motorsports. And then you got Johnny Sauter uh, in one of his uh, part-time uh, races with Thor Sport in the 13. And uh, this is the 45th truck race at Martinsville Speedway with the inaugural race coming in 1995. Five former winners are in the field, including Johnny Sauter with four, Kyle Busch and Matt Crafton with two, Grant Enfinger and John Hunter Nehemahichek as one-time winners. That's Nehemahichek, but you just I, ty- I type up the rundown really quick. <laughs> uh, last eight races have provided eight different winners. Whoa. St- starting spring of 2017, you had Chase Elliott, then Noah Gregson, then John Hunter Nehemahichek, Johnny Sauter, Kyle Busch, Todd Gillen, Grant Enfinger, and then the last time out, Zane Smith. <laughs> Average age of a truck series winner this year is 20.5. 22-year-old Zane Smith won two races. 19-year-olds uh, Chandler Smith and Corey Heim each won a race. So young uh, guns this year. Yeah. Multiple uh, truck series debuts this week. Uh, Dylan Stewart driving the number 20 for Young's Motorsports. The Rome. Rome, right? Ray, Ray, Ray. I looked it up. Ray, um, Ram Brother Racing. We'll have Chase Jones in the number 23 and Blake Lothian in the number 43. Uh, Jake Garcia drives the number 35 for um, McAllany, McAnally, Hope, uh, Higgleman Racing. And then Justin S. Carroll will be making his series debut with the family owned team, Terry Carroll Motorsports, driving the number 90. Just it seems like an awful lot of debuts for one race all righty who do you, who do you got winning the uh the race there in the trucks i got uh matt crafton just because i don't really want to pick kyle bush uh he has the most experience here as he does probably at most tracks because he's older than dirt but he's got two wins 11 top fives this will be his 39th race at martinsville there you go i'd say you'd have to be a moron to not pick zane smith unless you pick kyle bush and you didn't do either (laughs) Uh, i'm picking zane smith he's run two races here uh with a win and a third place so that's an average finish at 2.0 right and then uh time for our favorite segment that we do every week that's paint uh not a lot of great ones again this week yeah they've really uh they've gone down a notch on this uh but so who do you got in the trucks I got Zane Smith. Uh, hopefully he's in the victory lane for you, but he's in the Michael Roberts construction, and I'm only picking that because it's my dad's name, so I'm always going to pick that one. Yeah, I'm going uh, Johnny Sautery. He's in the number 13, Thor Sport. Protecttheharvest.com, which I'm guessing is uh, something to save farms <laughs> or food 
one or the other. It has a really sharp looking uh, little paint scheme on the hood and then the normal Thor Sport gray and black side. Uh, sharp, you know, as sharp as you're going to get for the trucks. And once again, if you guys out in uh, North Carolina, out by Concord, like I'm not a great graphic designer, social media guy, sort of am. I can get all this stuff out. If sponsors are paying you to sponsor a truck, get the picture of your truck out for people to look at. Yeah. Like that's a hundred percent of sponsorship is people seeing your stuff. If you're not putting it out, like why are they sponsoring you? So I hate to get on my soapbox, but I'm on my soapbox on this one. <laughs> uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. There you go. Uh, Xfinity. I got Daniel Hemrick and the number eleven circle C I R K U L water your way. So I think it's a filter, maybe. But it's got a bunch of fruit on the car. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Once again, not a very... I, the one that's sort of low-key, pretty cool, and I should pick it one week, the Justin Allgaier, I don't know if you noticed, like, the like the like all the yellow parts of it are like corn, like, on the cob. Oh. So, and it's a farm-related product. It looks pretty sharp, but it just never... I'm never like, oh, my gosh. Same with... I sort of like... Noah Gregson's paint scheme for a week to week paint scheme. Yeah. But I'm going Ryan Trex shop USA pickleball.com because why not? Like, if you're not going to have a whiskey car, which there's no whiskey cars, pickleball. That's yeah. closer you're going to get for whiskey in the Xfinity race this week. And then uh, for Cup, you picked the best one. So I'll let you choose or talk about that one. Yeah. Ricky Stenhouse, Louisiana hot sauce. Really good uh, use of the. Uh, space created by moving the number up the other one a low key i sort of like ryan blaney's like advanced auto parts like they filled up the space and it looks pretty sharp sort of has a rusty wallace throwback color scheme uh so i really like that one would have been my number two pick and then uh i'm gonna go with kevin harvick he's in the uh subway car pretty sharp with the green and yellow the only thing that's missing that i wish they'd throw in there is like whatever sub that they're throwing on yeah what if it just had like a just a giant subway sandwich on the side of it that would have been good the one that really dropped the ball eric amarola this week spiral ham smithfield spiral ham put the ham on the side still in the package like i want to see the little bone in the middle of the ham maybe they're waiting for easter maybe but so that's our uh martinsville roundup we tried to get luke hillen on this week maybe we'll have him on sometime next week uh add some pizzazz yeah get this back rolling we got to get this rolling evan's back to full time i'm in the baseball grind but i'm gonna watch all three races this week i'm pretty fired up for some action tonight there we go so there you have it. That's our uh, Martinsville recap or preview, I should say. We'll be back for the recap on Tuesday, breaking down all three races. We appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And we will see you guys next week. Enjoy all three races. We'll see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. 
my Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride 